Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Holy cannoli, what an episode. So much to talk about. We're here discussing episode 7, Phantom Pain. We'll be talking about all things Juvie, all things Dr. Wilson in this new hookup of his, and so, so much more. Stay tuned. We have have lights going and this music going because... What an intense episode, and it was so stressful and so good in so many ways that I got super excited. So, we wanted to open up strong. I'm your host. We're back here. My name is Juliet. I'm here with Dakota. We missed you, Dakota. Thank you so much. I'm back, and what an episode to be back on. This is going to be know. so much fun to talk about. So much to break down. So much to... Yeah, Matt. How hey, you doing? What's going on? I'm hanging out. Good to have you back, by the Thank way. Thank you so much. Okay. You, you came at the right time, That's the right. right place, the right episode. <laughs> yes, for sure. And Taylor Gates. What's up, guys? I'm so, so excited to talk about this one. I know. And I'm especially excited to talk to a very special guest, uh, Leah Gibson. Welcome to Africa. Thank you so much. So happy to be here. Oh, our very own Vivian in the flesh is st- <laughs> sitting right in front of us. And yeah. she's yeah. not wearing blue and she's not scowling. <laughs> Two good things. I know. When you <laughs> came in and you were like smiling at us I'm like we were, I was like who is who this, is this? <laughs> <laughs> great. you were just you were so welcoming and nice and we I was were like, like okay very yeah. was that what that was I wasn't quite sure what that was I'm like oh they're mad at me I'll wait five minutes no, no, no. you're fine but it's true I mean your, your character is so complex and just with your eyes, you are able to say so much, do so much, and get us on the edge of our seats every time. Mm-hmm. What made you identify with this character or want to be part of this project? Ooh, what made me identify with this character? That's kind of a trick question, isn't yes, it? Because if is. I do identify yeah, with her, what does that on. say about <laughs> her? Yeah. You got you got what I was trying to do. Are you my friend? Are you my sister for real? Um yeah, what an honor to play uh, a woman like this. Um, this is the third time that I've worked with Ryle Tucker, the show wow. creator. Wow. And um, she's someone that's become a friend of mine. And she's such a joy to collaborate with and just to go there with this kind of material. Um and there's something about the way Rael creates characters on the page that she and I really get ignited about. I get ignited about. And I love to uh, ex- explore what she does with them because they're complex characters. They're complex in that they're kind of duplicitous. They're kind of uh, multifaceted with their perspectives, with their approach, with trying mm-hmm. to get by. Um, and there's a lot... There's a lot to Vivian. It's it's not it, people are not black and white. Mm-hmm. Vivian's not black and white. All of the characters in Sacred Lies are not black and white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and I love how Rael explores that theme in everything she does in this show in particular. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you know, she does such a beautiful job with that. There's so many layers, there's so much there and we're going to There's so much humanity, exactly. right? Oh, yeah. So much humanity. So much humanity, yeah. so much darkness, so much everything and I just we're going to be breaking that down all and more. Uh, as I said, we were going to talk about a little bit about Phantom pa- uh, Phantom Pain, uh, which I didn't really know much about, so I'm excited to talk more about yeah. that. We have some um 
hookups happening in this episode. Mm. Oh, 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 oh. Mm. I get excited about that when, even though even I'm not involved in it. Like, I was on set that day and I wasn't obviously involved in that scene but I was like, fucking both of them. And I was like, today's a big day. Today's a big day. Oh I love God. it all. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah that, that, was, that was a really juicy scene. Um, couple we, juicy scenes. Couple juicy scenes. Yeah, yeah. for sure. A lot yeah. of them. And then we also uh, get to see finally the reveal of how uh, Minu lost her hands and how that all went down. <sighs> So you'll want to stick around until the end of the episode because, like as I said, we have so much to cover. But let's get into some quick overall thoughts. We're in episode seven. I have to say this was probably one of my favorite episodes. It answered so many questions and it was just so many jaw-dropping moments. But uh, Dakota, take it away. What, what were your thoughts? Yeah, it was interesting. You were saying how everything is not black and white. Mm-hmm. But in the cult, they're expected for everything to be black and white. Yeah. And so they're like put into so much pressure on being perfect and everything and just seeing behind the scenes and like you can almost see it in their eyes. Everyone has their own secrets that they're keeping from each other but it's almost like they're just kind of suppressing it or trying to keep it to the side so that way they don't get in trouble because the profit is just so intense. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline tense and scary and if anything happens they know they know that they're going to get punished severely so i i I was i didn't like seeing how people were punished but just kind of seeing how serious the prophet was and he was not messing around it was crazy evan how scared were you (laughs) i was scared no shout out uh taylor uh taylor kayla they said that you they everyone's saying how much they love how like they Mm. hate you so you're really good at what you do (laughs) like she's really good actress because we hate her (laughs) we hate her so much she's so good (laughs) i love that you hate me <laughs> um, no, it was it was it was amazing because you getting you, you finally figure out what happened with Angel. You know, it was it was unfortunate. You know, you can tell that something happened with her uncle, mm-hmm. and she kind of was more 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 or less defending herself. Um, and I and I just like how you see like the reemergence of the father mm-hmm. and how like imposing he looked mm-hmm. when he like rolled up on the doctor. Mm-hmm. So like the, it was just a it's a very intense episode because we're getting really close to like the meat. So they like, make they made you wait, man. They lied in the weeds a little bit, but these last three episodes are gonna be um, yeah interesting yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, were you on the edge of your seat the whole time taylor yeah i sure was um i know i say it every week but this i think was probably my favorite episode <laughs> so far they because i love how we are bringing like we've only really seen um like the dad and your character obviously like in flashback so far and we're like bringing them into the present day and so like i said we're, we're getting close yeah. like i'm so excited for i mean i agree with you evan like we're getting into the meat of things and, and i'm really excited and like not only that but like you were saying how we only see them in flashback flashback so far mm-hmm. well now that we're seeing them pre- in present day right. there's a lot that's gone on between the flashbacks and present day right. so i'm hoping in the next three episodes i'm sure we'll find out what changed where the prophet went why your character has decided to go super dark i'm just excited it's gonna be cool yeah i know I, i'm really excited there's just ugh. again kudos to facebook washerelle to your whole team you guys i mean you've done such a beautiful job with this project is there anything you could tell us like any tidbits behind the scenes or anything that uh you would like to share with us Oh, just that. Um, it's such an honor to work on material like this. Yeah. I feel so blessed. 
I really do. I feel really lucky. And uh, I, I love going there for the, for the character in her life and, and exploring that darkness. It's very dark material. And we needed to keep things light. Like, you have to. You have like, to. you just have to. And so that's great. Like, it was it – was, I really bonded with this cast. Elena is just a joy. I know she hung out with you guys. Man, is she a force. And she is just a ball of light. I mean, to keep things light behind the scenes, she would be like performing K-pop for us. Because she's (laughs) fluent in these exotic languages. And she's got all these gorgeous dance moves. I have some... I have some videos that I posted on my Instagram feed of her and she's just amazing and we're laughing and we're dancing and just, you know, it's 4 a.m. and it's the middle of the night and we're doing this like crying scenes and all this in cult life and it's, it, and we're just dancing in between takes because you have to, right? Yeah. It's such a joy. So uh, it was a very fulfilling experience and yeah, yeah. I, I can only imagine she was, as you said, she was here on, on our show and she was such a joy of light. It was such a great episode. She was actually on two episodes. So anyone listening, if you have not seen that yet, I urge you to go catch that yes. up because she dropped so many gems and uh, it was a really great episode. But uh, did she sing K-pop for you? She did not. We missed out on that. <laughs> she did, didn't. We she? didn't know. She spoke in another language. I don't remember yeah, which one. Yeah, she didn't one. sing K-pop though. So she has to come back and do that. I feel lucky then. I feel lucky. I got them. I yeah, got you got chosen. Did yeah. you learn? anything from her is there anything how you can replicate with that one how can you even keep up <laughs> I know. i'm just like God, my jaw is dropped all the yeah. oh my gosh she's yeah so much fun and she just switches gears so so quickly right so, i mean Between. what what a talent and we opened up the episode with her uh, having this dream about like seeing her hands like, these mm-hmm. phantom hands and then they explore the topic about phantom pain which i had a little bit heard of but this really opened up my eyes about how common it was were you surprised at how common it is uh, with people who uh, are missing limbs i i actually knew quite a bit about it because one of my relatives um had both of his legs from like the knee down off and so he when he's in the shower sometimes will feel the water running down his mm. legs that are wow. gone because he's just wow. used to that feeling and um, obviously I don't think Minnow had you know she wasn't able to tuck the nerves in but like whenever my uncle had his his legs removed they tucked the nerves inside so then that way they weren't just like cut off mm-hmm. so he, that he got he has like a lot of phantom pain just because his wow. nerves are still there so just kind of seeing how she was processing it all and like they did a beautiful job of showing like how the hands, like, you know, like... They, they were a little, like, a transparent. They were there, but not there. You, they didn't... You know, yeah. I love that scene. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Yeah, they did a great job. I was job. seeing it for the first time, that bit. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. 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 They did such a great job with that. Um, and this kind of led to the scene with her and Dr. Wilson, yet again, having this session of them opening up. And I pose the question again... He's to me seems like a great support system for her. Yet he's been trying to distance himself. How do we feel about her? Yet again, another episode where she's not really talking to other another expert. She's just talking to Doctor Wilson. How are you feeling about that, Evan? Um, I, I just, I just, she has like a familiar familiarity with him now. So like, it's just like she feels comfortable explaining stuff. He like spent all this time trying to break down her walls and break down her vulnerability. And so it's like, like who else would she talk to like right now? Like who else could give her it's like something that she's looking for right now? It's like one of those things when you get you, when you get in that comfort zone, like. Like that's like that's the best guy to talk to. 
yeah. at, at this present time. And I really like how he kind of presented a different side than Angel yeah. has been because he was, I mean, she's like so against religion now yeah. and that's what she's saying. And he's like, well, I mean, not all things done in the name of God are bad. And like sometimes faith can lead to charity and like really good things. And I think that she needed that other perspective because she's just had, I mean, Angel in her, her ear and that's great because she's been, you know, a great asset. But to have that other side, I think it's just like making her mind like a little bit more balanced now and so i really really liked this conversation in particular because it did present something that it's totally new for her yeah i agree it's very important i think she for so long within the call was told what the truth is and it's good to have opinions for different people and seeking different answers that way you can forge your own opinion which is something we really saw her do just walking around and discovering different religion and i thought it was really cute because there was such a fun like a humoristic aspect to that to her having that complete i would not that's a call her naive, but that is what she is because she doesn't have, she doesn't know any better. And no frame of reference. Yeah, no frame of reference. So she's learning, you know, firsthand. You know, she goes to youth group, then she sees this uh, Muslim girl uh, praying on her carpet. And she's like, "Why are you doing that?" And I really enjoyed how they put that all together. Is there anything that surprised you about the way they did that? I mean, I think they've just introduced more and more, especially from like obviously. Um, Angel is into science, and so just kind of seeing while Angel's away, she's a little bit more free to go dabble and check other things out. I thought it was cool because she's you know figuring out what she believes, and um, it's just interesting to see though that she does kind of hold a, some back when Angel's around because she doesn't want to like offend her. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool that they did bring in like they had um, a Jewish girl and like you said they had a Muslim girl and I thought that was really cool because they didn't just like focus on youth group like they're presenting not just Christianity but like all these other religions too so like she really has like a lot of choices like she has a lot of directions she can go and I thought I think that that's cool because I don't think like a ton of shows necessarily would have done that they would have been like oh youth groups like the only other and so they're like making it even more complicated than it already was in her head but I mean that's a good thing like she's learning you know well-rounded and like a wealth of knowledge yeah she really is and I I she needs to, you know, and so it's it's great to see her grow in that sense. And she's even reading so much so well. She was reading the verse Bible to Angel when Angel's finally back too, which I was <laughs> were you guys I was so happy to see her and I'm also a little nervous because it it seemed like they brushed over a little bit the fact that she was in solitary confinement. I mean that she that, said she was used to it though. She's like, Oh so she's been there yeah. she's been many there. times. Yeah, but I'm sure I mean it's so for solitary confinement, you're literally by yourself. You're not interact that must take a toll on you and she I don't know. I was surprised that she was so okay with it. Was I the only one or you're saying you're Yeah, yeah, the way they kinda of present her, I think they frame her in a way where she likes to be alone though. So like it's kinda yeah. like she does get I think she does get overwhelmed by a lot of people, always asking her questions, always in her business. So I think she actually when she said that line, she's like, I actually like a little bit of me time. So I think she actually likes to chill out in that little box by herself. Plus she should be in solitary, man. You can't, you can't just beat up somebody, man. <laughs> you got we got you putting time out, man. You can't just beat somebody near the death. She'd probably be still beating her right now. Yeah. yeah it's like true. three episodes later. <laughs> but she's a survivor she too, is. right? Yeah. Like oh, she God, has yes. been a survivor, this young woman, what she's been through in her life. And so I like I like that spunk to her. I like that spine. They keep it light, but yeah. I mean someone who goes through such difficult things as a young woman as mm-hmm. Angel would, like she's gotta show that grit. Like yes. she's gotta joke about it. You know she wasn't all smiles in solitary confinement when right. she comes not. out and says, ah, I needed some alone time. It's <laughs> like yeah. that's her coping, right? Right. Yes. And I love too. That we did need a little bit of space to see Minnow have the breather because she has been kind of re- under Angel's guidance mm-hmm. and and 
and soaking up what Angel was telling her, and she needed a bit of space to explore and gravitate naturally on her own. Absolutely. Right? That's, so, that's a great point. I, my question to all of you was, I was starting to think there was a little bit of codependence there, mm-hmm. um, which I'm hoping, like you're saying, that I, I think we kind of broke. So I think that that was an important step to her, towards her growth. Well, ultimately, one of the most important and, to me, moving themes of this show, sacred lies. It's the lies that we hold sacred, right? Mm-hmm. All of us throughout life, in our earliest beginnings, all of us have different early beginnings, but we create our relationship to reality based on what we learn. And they're not always objective truth. So how do we explore those? How do we challenge them and how do we learn otherwise yes. and so we get to see this young woman doing it outside of these extraordinary circumstances mm-hmm. and i'm so moved by that i think it's a beautiful message yeah it really is and, and another very powerful scene that happened within uh, juvie was this last scene at the end uh where she is just seeking answers and she's kind of understanding that she might you know Bad things happen, and it is what it is. And she just starts screaming. We have we have all the blue scenes. What were you guys' thoughts of this? I had never seen personally uh, anything like that on t- TV before. Yeah, I think it's one of those moments where like it was it was a fun. It brought some levity to it because it was a pretty intense episode. So and it was also good to just see like Minnow just like let go and everyone else let go and everyone like you know the, the security person's like yelling like just like everyone quiet. And everyone's like no, you know. So I, I just thought it was really it was a fun moment and a powerful moment actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we were talking about earlier we both thought something was wrong with our with I our did for the first, the first bleep I thought something was wrong yeah I was like TV. wait I was like did my my did someone try to call me and like it made a noise and then oh. when the beeps kept, kept happening I was like oh okay <laughs> but no I thought it was cool and, and, and I think when you were saying that it was almost like musical too after yeah. a while yeah. like all of them came together and it was it was interesting to see I loved whenever um, Elena was just like screaming and you could just see she started laughing because at first it was like out of pain or out of anger and then after everyone else was doing it she was able to just kind of loosen up and even in even in this episode or the episode before we kind of saw how she was telling um, one of I think she was telling Angel how oh we, we do this one thing where we we have like icicles and we like do this dance and then she kind of realized how silly it sounded and so she's starting to realize that she can be her own person and doesn't have to just conform to everything that she learned in the cult and it was also cool. nice again, like there, all these poor young girls are screaming, and we, all, depending your background, this, the li- the lies that you hold sacred to yourself, right? Everyone, everyone knows what pain is to a certain degree. Everyone has a relationship with pain, and I thought it was a moment that kind of brought everyone together in yeah. that sense, and which was a great way, great storytelling. I totally agree because I don't know about all y'all, but there are times where I lie in bed and I just want to scream, yeah. you know? And it's like some, those those moments are so private, but something like this, you get to watch it sweet. It's like all of these yes. young women are experiencing this thing and they're not alone. Yeah. And they're not like, alone. And they like take the unexpected route because you would like think that she would like be crying or just like screaming in pain. But like the fact that it's sort of this like layered scene where there's a comedy aspect, but there's also like a real catharsis to it. It's like surprising. And that's the best thing that you can do when you're storytelling is go for the unexpected choice because it makes it that much more impactful. And I think that this show does that over and over. And I mean, that's just like a prime example of it. Uh, well, one thing that we were talking about offline that we thought was kind of unexpected was we, in the flashback scenes, we finally get answers on how poor Minna lost her hands. But we were also surprised that leading up to that, she starts being very defiant towards the a prophet, calls him a liar, um, you know, is just like not listening to anything that he's saying. She's running away and everyone's turning against her, which is just such intense scenes. Were you surprised by the fact, Akoi, that she didn't start try to lie her, her way out of it, that she was so like, no, this is the truth. I'm 
and she was yeah defiant. She was so defiant. And especially like the age that she is, and she was probably just you know because everyone has that age where they start to be kind of defiant. But at this point, I was like, if you could just like. You know, hold your tongue and then, like, act like everything's fine and then in the middle of the night run away. Because, you know, of course, we would rather her not have to have her hands chopped off. So, like, I I was really, like, moved by how much passion she had, you know, like, how, you know, what she thought was right and how he was a liar. But I was like, if you could just wait a little longer. Because we know that after Rose, you know, rebelled, she had to have her feet in those iron shoes. Oh, So I was like, oh, I just wish you could just, you know, be quiet and then run away later and then that way you could be free you right know? were you guys doing the same thing i was where i was like run run i'm like yeah she can escape wait no she's she's you know what happens yeah. like you see in the yeah. show you know what happens but yet you're, you're still pulling for it you're still pulling for it. you were as well Evan. yeah just because it's one of those moments where like you you don't like because time is still going by even though it's not every week though so so like there's days where she's probably hanging out with jude and she's getting all these they're they're talking and mm-hmm. he's teaching her stuff and she's getting her opinions and then you so this is why i think that's why she was so steadfast in her like delivery mm-hmm. with the prophet and everybody because I think she's been like, no, no, no. These facts have been presented to me, and and I'm in love, and this it is what it is. And she was willing to just tell everybody, yeah. like despite, like I don't think I don't even think she was thinking about consequences to be honest. That's with true. You. Yeah, I she really was, don't. Had so much passion, and oh, she God, just yeah. wanted to get it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a question I had for you, um, obviously. Going into this, this is like a big flagship show for Facebook Watch going into all this. So were you kind of thankfully surprised that instead of just doing some, they could have easily done something that was very like kosher and like not pushing a lot of boundaries. Were you thankful that they really just came together and and did a show that had such a message? I know. What an interesting choice. Right. And and what an exciting platform for it too. Right. Like, like, um. Yeah, I, initially, when when I was signed on to this job, we weren't exactly sure what the platform was going to be mm-hmm. or what it was going to be like. Um, and it's it's so new, this kind of experience, the live interaction that happens mm-hmm. when the episode is streaming and after. Um, and people are like, "What do you mean it's on Facebook? What do you mean by that?" Right. You know, and this is, but it's it's really exciting that material like this can find a home. In Facebook Watch, yeah, I think that's profound. Yeah. yeah, I mean, kudos to them. I think that you, it is such a great show, and I'm so, I'm so excited yet saddened that we're already on episode seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we got the announcer. Now we know we actually saw the hands getting chopped off. I mm. was, I was looking away, and it just seemed like everyone was flinching. But I have to say, your character seemed she. You didn't really seem that too bothered. You, you weren't you looking away. Lady, <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about why why that creative choice not to be like closing your eyes when she this was pull- ready for it? <laughs> <laughs> well, to to be candid, there was a lot explored with the the nuances of those uh, when we get to material like that in these episodes because we we probably did a few takes a few different ways mm-hmm. and even just Vivian standing there reacting to it right mm-hmm. but it's. There's it's so there were a lot of there were a there were were a lot of scenes in this show that I as Vivian did a did a lot different like we created together Mm -hmm. collaboratively um, with the director and with the writers on set Um, what what let's talk exactly about what this is going here you know like we we did a few different variations mm-hmm. uh, because there it's a complicated thing. You know, she's, she's at this point, Vivian is so Vivian and the other members are so engaged and so um, 
uh, oversold, oversold in believing everything that you can't turn back. And Wilson, Wilson says that at one point, what does he say? It's called a loss, a loss. Sunk cost fallacy. There you go. Sunk cost fallacy. Yes. You give so much that you can't, you can't burn the lie there. You've got to keep going because Mm -hmm. if, if you turn, then you have nothing. Right. So it was, it, it, we played with that and play with that by honor it. And you did a great job with that. Yeah. It was there any variations where you had more of a, you were more of a speaking or you were taking more of a stance or were you kind of always, it was always intentional to have you more in the background and kind of just overall approving what was going on and not defending your stepdaughter. No, but just kind of, it was it, it just kind of hurting for her and wishing she did better, mm-hmm. wishing she knew better for herself. Right. That relationship to the parenting side of it um, in, in so believing that she was wrong and, and w- hoping that this, this will save her. Right, exactly. It and came from a complicated place of love. So you it, you okay. think that like your character, you really do think you wish the best for Minnow, or that you like her? Because like I guess from a viewer standpoint, it seems like you are not into her being your stepdaughter. Yeah, do you like? Are you like tolerating her, or you have you grown to love her, or are you? What do you? Are you just there? For well, the husband? it's tough love. It's tough love, right? And. um we don't see or hear a lot of this, but but Vivian comes from a complicated past of a lot of pain, and so she she doesn't know what a loving childhood or a loving family looks like, mm-hmm. um, and she's made her way through life being disposed by men, and then finds herself in this situation where she sells her I, she she buys into the prophet mm-hmm. in episode two mm-hmm. because he's one of the only men that receives her like the father figure she never had mm-hmm. kind of thing, and so it's. Telling the story from the perspective of what would it take an individual to give away their belief systems in honor of somebody selling these ideas. And it comes from that place of true vulnerability. So that's the place she's always living in. Mm -hmm. That's how much she believes in his world of Charlie. And that's what she is. That's how she loves Minnow. Okay. That's how she loves me. Like you that explained answer. that great. Yeah. yeah. That was cool. Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just like processing it all. I'm like, wow. Yeah, hashtag joke. Yeah. Um, we still have a few more things we need to talk about before we get into our trivia. One of them being that we had this infamous, I mean, this hookup that happened. Mr. <laughs> so we... Now that happened, it was, it was simmering. It, was it, it was quicker than I thought. <laughs> bubbling. It did, it, was, it did happen quicker than I thought. Rash. Um, who would have thought that... Um, being uh, kleptomanic could be such good foreplay. Uh, because <laughs> right, it was like candy bar. Should we go? What? Yeah, she Does was that so, work? She was just like she was so forward. Well, with she's it. Been don't try this at She's home. been down, man. Listen, sometimes you gotta spell it out for these brothers, man. Listen, she was down for like four episodes ago, man. Like, but yeah, she's like okay, are. okay, bro. You, can, like, can we just? Can we go back to your place? Because you ain't ever going to make a move, like, ever. So, like, she, she candy bar stealing. So she had to do something, man, to get this dude in the room. And I'm glad he finally took the hint. He took the carrot that was dangling in front of him. Yeah, I agree. And it was kind of shoved in his face, let's be honest. Come on, she put the cookie out there. It's like, here, man. This, the cookie is here. Take the cookie. <laughs> yes. The, Dakota, you know. Dakota. Okay. <laughs> but I do agree to your point that I, it seemed like it was time. It was. Yes. It, it, yeah. It, it had been simmering. Your marriage is over. <laughs> It, yeah, we've got to celebrate somehow, and that's, that's the way they did that. I will say that I really love their creative choice of, like, 
you know, instead of, like, the guy being, like, the one to make the decision, like, hey, like, let's go for it. I love how she was the one that kind of held the power. And this is happening. Like, hey, this is a strong now. woman. This is show, well, strong about strong women, though. It really yeah. is, though. If, like, if, if y'all ain't see, there's a nice little theme going on. Yes. Facebook audience. The women are strong in this show. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it's one of those things where uh, there's a lot, there's a huge percentage of men that are not good with women. Spoiler alert. And, like, most men aren't good with women. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, it was very refreshing to see a timid brother, like, just... Yeah. <laughs> because there's more of those than people think. Because I know everyone, every, like my daddy always says, everybody thinks they James Bond in their mind, but yeah. there's not a lot of James Bonds walking around here. No. Yeah. It's just true, man. And so it was good to see like a lady being like, bro, let's, let's so, make it happen. So what do we think of this relationship, you guys? Are we for it? Was it just a one-time thing? Like, what are we, what are we thinking, Taylor? I mean, I'm here for it, like, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I don't know how, like, I don't know, because they're both, like, I feel like they're both, like, healing in yes. some ways. Like, they both definitely have a lot of pain themselves, and, like, I mean, either that can really, like, blow up in their faces because they, like, both are kind of feeling this way, or they can maybe, like, help each other heal. I don't know. I'm, like, a sucker for that, so I, I really like it. And like you said, it's been, like, it's been simmering for a while, so I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Leah, are your, your thoughts? Do we like this? Definitely? I love it. Of course I love it. Good. Damaged goods are better together. Come on. <laughs> yeah. there you go. That is true. It's true. It's like... Okay. Well. And it's so nice. Like, how nice is it? How nice is it to see... Wilson smile. Seriously. That is true. Right. I, I was thinking about this same as well. I'm like, wow, I haven't seen him smile this much in an episode. That was great. But not for long. He was not no. smiling for long because <laughs> of you, little Missy. <laughs> Just and we'll your prophet husband break. or boyfriend. I don't even know. Well, they're, husband, you guys are married. Yeah, you got married, married again? Okay. Um, there's some kidnapping that happened. Jeez, man. That was like intense. He was happy for like two minutes. He was minutes, feeling, he was excited, man. Sending <laughs> emojis and stuff, and then, and then he got kidnapped. So. Like, I feel like she like didn't even have time to get out the door, and all of a sudden the door was knocking, and like you guys were there. He was like, yeah, she's oh. back. She's coming back for round like two or three. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was intense. I was mainly surprised during that whole scene to figure out that uh, Mino's dad is now the new prophet. Which I thought was an interesting creative choice, but is it was it just surprising to me? Was it surprising to you guys as well? I was surprised. I honestly was not expecting that at all. I thought that, you know, he was probably still alive and controlling everything. Obviously, I hope in the next few episodes we get to see what happened, and I'm sure that we will. But I'm not surprised that um, Samuel would be the one to take over. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was a nice twist, but one that made a lot of like logical sense yes. when you think about it, like look for the clues and stuff. Right. And I'm, as you were saying earlier in the episode, I'm very excited to see what the transition is because you weren't wearing that like blue that everyone wears all the time it seemed like you're adapting to new clothing so is there anything you can tell us about that or we're just gonna have to wait and see well we did have let's see we had the flash forward was it episode three um and at the market yes yes and vivian and the boys were not in they were they've had to adjust Mm -hmm. right they're on the fritz they're in the world, right. trying to uh, trying to maintain this structure, um, and I really we discussed this. It was kind of like you get to see a little bit that Vivian was playing a little bit of the Lady Macbeth, right? Mm-hmm. Like right. you've got to step up and handle this, and um, and you see how it's starting to fall apart. Really, yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah, yeah, they did. They do that mention. They mentioned like she mentions to him like you have to tighten this thing up because like we're like losing people. Yeah, she yeah. says if you don't handle this, I will. Yeah, right. And so. I was like, oh shoot! Like you really, I think because of your husband um, being the prophet, it's almost like you're the 
I don't want to make like a political reference, but like the first lady, you know, you're like, yeah. but she's then it's the all, die hard. She yeah. is the die hard. Absolutely. She's really sold. But it's like, I like, obviously we'll see more, but I could almost see your character trying to overthrow and like take over. Cause very you can possible. just see it in your eyes. You're very like into it. And it's almost become like, okay, she believes like this, but then it became a little bit more scary. Like she's so a so part of hands this. on. Yeah. And so yeah, I can't wait to see you, uh, do more with the storyline, but now cops are involved, uh, people have been arrested. Seems like not on the most stable ground, at least. <laughs> Things are fun. Things are tough. Tough times. Tough times for the Um We're running a little short on time. We have some, our quick uh, trip oh. to Taylor, and then yes. we have some predictions. We're going to do quick fan shouts, and then lastly, a few more questions for you. So let's get going with that uh, special game you have for us, yeah. Taylor. All right, trivia time with Taylor, or trivia with Vivi, trivia as with someone. Trivia with Vivi. Oh, okay. I love. So we're going to call it that this week. Okay, so the theme this week is like the answers will um, like have the word phantom in them, or like the question will. So it's Ooh. like a kind of a more just general pop culture type thing. All right, question number one Who wrote the musical Phantom of the Opera? A. Stephen Sondheim, B. Andrew Lloyd Webber, or C. Richard Rogers? Oh, that's Lloyd Webber all day. I don't know. It is Lloyd How Webber does this all day. Work? Do we put our hands oh, up? Just, oh, just shut up. It's, it's Andrew Lloyd Webber. It is Andrew Lloyd Webber. Like no decorum <laughs> here. There's not, yeah. Yes, good job, guys. Good job. All right. Um, and make sure to hop in the comment section on yes. Facebook if you, uh, you Play guys. along. Play it's along more fun. with us. Okay, which of these movies was not nominated for an Oscar? Was it Ooh. A, 1974's Phantom of the Paradise? B, 1999's Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace? <laughs> C, 2017's The Phantom Thread? Or D, trick question, they were all nominated. You know what's funny? I think they were all nominated because cause I can see Star Wars being some like visual effects Oscar thing. Ooh. I'm going to say trick question. I'm going to say Phantom Thread because that was a disappointment in the movie. <laughs> oh. Uh, don't, don't, don't you ever throw shade oh at Daniel Lewis. Oh, my Daniel Lewis. Daniel 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 Phantom of the Opera was also nominated. So if you guys won an Oscar nomination, I would just put the word, the word Phantom, Phantom. In, in the title <laughs> so somewhere. True. There seems to be a pattern here. All right. Last question. What was the name of the cartoon that ran on Nickelodeon from 2004 <gasps> to 2007? Danny Dakota. Phantom. Yes. <laughs> you didn't even need the multiple choice. I love that show. Are you familiar with it? No. Oh, my God. I don't you know all my Nickelodeon jokes. So good. I was such a Nickelodeon person. <laughs> bonus points for not even needing the choices. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, yeah, my bad. No, I'm just like, fine. <laughs> I mean, I like slaved over writing these answers. I'm sorry. I'm over it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for that, Taylor. Oh thank you for playing What the Yes. Oh, um, I do want to give some quick shout outs if we have some to the chat because you guys have oh, been an man, awesome they are weekend. On fire. Yeah, Haley, uh, Catherine Morris, uh, Nick, Nicole, Sarah G, Edith, Ashley Lawrence, oh my, Jeremiah Ooh. St. Clair, they're wow. on fire. Tia Marie, shout out to you. Francisco, Sarah Ashley Lafou, that's a very cute name. <laughs> Felicia, <laughs> they're all praising you, by the way. Oh, oh, so yeah, they're putting you over. Oh my yeah. goodness, like she's amazing. Oh. She's spectacular. I hate her, but she's awesome. I hate her, but she's awesome. That might be the best compliment I've ever had. Yeah. A lot of our guests that have came on in the past have said how they love it because on Facebook, 
you as the actors are able to get on there and like reply back to some fans. Have you had the chance to kind of like talk to any of them? I haven't really done it yet. I'll be no? honest, but I but I will. Yeah, I will. I I have. Uh, yeah, I will. I will. I think it's a really cool thing that we're able to do. Yeah. 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 Again, it's and it's, I've been reading it. Like I've been reading. I've been checking yeah. out. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, this show is so great. It, yeah, I feel you though. Lexi yeah. said. Lexi yeah. says they forgive you. Oh, well, it's what's so cool about this show. On top of it being just a great uh, context, it's just great to have just this community. We have Sacred Lives community. You can hop in the chat. You can talk to different people who love this show just as much as you we all do. And here at After Buzz, right, the ESPN of TV talk, as we like to call each other. It's, yes. just, it's all about that. It's all about finding a community of people who are just as huge fans as you are and love talking TV. So I do want to give a shout out to all our After Buzzers who are watching because you guys are awesome. And I know a lot of you have been subscribing on YouTube and we really thank you for that. It actually helps you too because if you subscribe, we have so many channels here. As you know, we have sci-fi, drama, realities, all these channels to cover every genre that you like of television. If you subscribe on YouTube, you'll get things in your feed that are like, that. if you like reality, like you have shows that pop up and it'll make your whole viewing experience so much better yeah. um, also if you'd rather just listen on iTunes you can do that too we're really blessed to be on Facebook watch this episode and we're on Facebook live so so many platforms no excuses not to watch the show because you really should it's not for us for you We tr- trust me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with that being said we're running really short on time so let's do some quick predictions to what's to come Ooh. this is where I gotta close yeah, my mouth yeah you have to <laughs> I gotta close my <laughs> prediction uh, in this segment, we just self-explanatory. We kind of talk about different theories and different things that we hope are going to happen, we think are going to happen. We place bets. We 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 be competition. <laughs> we, <place bets. laughs> we, we, we place bets with like a lot of money. We just like I bet no. I've been wrong like a casino, table. basically. Um, obviously, I know that you uh, have, cannot say as much as we wish you could, yeah. but you can just stare at us and judge us or do whatever you may. Never judging. Can, can you reveal the final um, episode, please? So, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, no. She's like. I so, can't. Very quick question on my end. I just, I think, or at least I'm hoping to see again that gap being bridged a bit more flat between the flashbacks and where we are now. How, what's up with the prophet? How did they escape? How are they living now? How are they at the market every week and everything's okay? Not okay? I don't know. What you got? Oh my gosh. I don't know why, but this just came to me in a vivid, like, like, I don't know. So you know how how your character was like, oh, well, then I'll do it myself or something if he doesn't. Mm -hmm. What if, like, her character was the one that, like, she was like, we need to overthrow the prophet. We need to overthrow. And then Samuel was like, no, we're not going to do it. And then she, like, kills him or something. Something oh, crazy. Like, oh, that. that's a bold, that's bold like prediction. But who knows? It could Tim happen. Jones. And then, oh, I'm sorry, really quick. I think either that or your character, whenever you're in jail or something, you might start questioning your beliefs. Oh. Once you're around oh. other people who do not share the same beliefs as you. We'll see. see. She has a poker face on right yeah. now. Yeah. So. No, 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 no. Oh my goodness! So good. Master of your craft. Yeah. <laughs> hey, she, she really can act. Yeah. Um, <laughs> see, you're good. You're good at what you do. Yeah. You didn't even break right there. He was like right up in your face too. <laughs> he was like staring right at you. Like, you're like I'm yeah. not gonna like break. Van Damme right there. <laughs> what prediction you got for us? I I, you know, it's interesting. I just want to see. Um, yeah, it's all about. I just want to see the dad and. Uh, the minnow just re, like the reunion. I just want to see how that's yeah. gonna be because um, Elena, she is um, she's a she, she's a powerhouse talent. So I want to see um, them act with each other. I want to see that um, scene should be a really good scene if that happens. So because I, I really want to see their interaction like them like just like maybe like the doctor bringing bringing making that happen. Somehow. Yeah, that'd be a great confrontation to see. That'd be, awesome. Just, that'd be awesome, Taylor. What you got? 
I think we're going to get some rebellious minnow going on, honestly, Ooh. because, I mean, she's screaming the F word in her bonk. Like, I think that's <laughs> just going to accelerate from there. Yeah, like, it's only going to get crazier from here. And also, we had that, it was like kind of a quick comment, but we had um, Miss Bailey say that one of her, like, best students was mm. back in on drugs and back in juvie. So I wonder if she'll oh. be, like, a new character coming in. Mm. I wonder if we'll see her, if that was more just, like, sort of a one-off. Off, but I don't know. I'm all for like getting new, like fresh blood and yeah. you know mixing things up even more. Wow. Well, thank you so much for being part of this breakdown conversation with us here at Afterbuzz. Oh, my pleasure. It was so much fun. Do you guys have one last quick question because we are running out of time? Anything we could pick our brain super quick? <sighs> okay. So I'm like a big fan of like the hundred and Twilight Eclipse. Like this girl's in everything, you yeah, guys. Yes. <laughs> uh, do, do you like tend to gravitate towards more like sci-fi fantasy stuff? Because all of this sort of has that mystery type element to it. Is that like a genre you really enjoy doing? Um, I love enjoy. I, I I love doing just the dark stuff. Yeah. yeah, like the kind of twisted dark material. I seemed it. It loves me. I don't know. It comes <laughs> it to me. It you. finds me. I don't know why. I'm really. I'm a nice person yeah. in life. I swear. <laughs> I'm not an evil woman. Well, uh, but they got. I don't know. These, these things come and they're fun. Yeah, yeah. like they're great. They're enriching. Like they're inspiring to go yeah. into these other worlds of. Well, you do a great job at it. Well, yes. thank you. Um, I know, obviously, you're involved with this project, and people can catch you here for three more weeks and hopefully another season. Uh, but is there anything, any products or anything you would like to promote or plug a, while Nothing we sign right up? right now. Just I'm all sacred lives right Sacred lives. I yeah. love it. Uh, yeah. Where can people find you on social media if they want to keep up with you or follow you? Uh, well, I'm on Instagram, and uh, just Instagram is my most active social media. Great. Instagram and then my Facebook account. But Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you again so much for coming coming and this was just really great to have yes, you here thank you. Thank you. Um, and we'll be back next week uh, Taylor where can people find you online you guys can find me on Twitter at alphabet underscore and on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore and the season finale of Younger is on this okay. Wednesday at 10pm so make sure that you tune in for that very cool Evan uh, Evan T. Mac Instagram and Twitter Um, y'all know me I like 400 followers man I mean like 401 man alright <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys can find me on Instagram Twitter and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. Awesome. You guys can find me on Instagram at Bonjour Juliet, and we will be back here next week to be breaking down episode eight, and we cannot wait to share it all with you guys. So see you then. Bye. 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 From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. See you later. Perfect. Perfect. Here in are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.